Hello, you're listening to Browser, Editor and Terminal, and I'm your host, Matthew Shirtliff, bringing you a podcast about my thoughts and opinions about software development and business, and interviews with professionals and business owners to help me improve my knowledge and understanding of how to build better products and services. I hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. This is episode four, and joined by Fraser's Coffee Roasters, which are based in Sheffield, a good friend of mine. We did cut the episode short, so we're rambling a little bit, and we had a few beers in us, but I do intend to have him on a few more times. Um, so this episode's going to be called Fraser, uh, episode four, Fraser's Coffee Roasters, one of many, because <laughs> he has some extremely interesting insights on how to, uh, interesting insights when it comes to products and relationships with people and he's a very interesting guy uh he's a, he's a good friend of mine so uh, enjoy the episode and uh, thank you again for listening and we are live and you are listening to browser editor and terminal and i'm your host matthew shirtliff and today i am joined by fraser of fraser's coffee fraser yeah, Fraser's Coffee. So if you'd like to introduce yourself, Fraser. Oh, hey. So my name is Fraser Habishin. I'm the uh, owner-director of Fraser's Coffee Roasters. Yeah, so I've known Fraser for a very long time. Approaching 19 years now. I uh, I met him shortly after leaving school. A friend of We have a mutual friend, and we introduced us when we were younger, and we used to dick around and do stupid stuff. But Fraser's been a long, uh, a long friend, uh, a long-time friend of mine. <laughs> Stuart the furry wall. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's got, it looks like an old like teacher. It does. For it. <laughs> yes, Fraser's been a very uh, a friend of mine for a very long time. He, um, yeah, uh, we've spent a large amount of time together. Got a lot of, yeah, a lot of years behind us. History would be yes. yeah, through school reason, and everything. Yes, else, but the yeah. only reason why we're recording, uh, a reason why Fraser's appearing on this podcast today is because Fraser runs a very successful coffee roasting business based in Sheffield and it's something that I hold quite dear to my heart I'm a massive fan of coffee I absolutely adore coffee and Fraser is a proprietor of a uh, coffee establishment so <laughs> yeah you could say that yeah yeah um, well coffee comes from both me and you I think we've been doing coffee well before my business started and you're one of the first definitely, people that definitely. got me into coffee um, back in when you were back at university yes, um, yes. you were always a person that got me into something or you were doing something and then I showed you and you showed me yeah um, like what we're doing tonight I'm doing a bit of welding oh yes that, exactly Sorry, that kind yeah, of thing we'll give us audience a little bit of uh, yeah insight. context of where we are yeah yeah so tonight Fraser is currently building a uh, forge, forge yeah, yeah melting forge yeah so look, it takes me a little you fancy doing some welding and building something I'm like yeah I can do that sounds Why not? interesting you yeah. totally self-taught never never do a bit of YouTube and uh, <laughs> everything but yeah totally self but it works but um yeah I, I love for coffee comes from well, my look from coffee anyway comes from just being around it from a younger age with yourself and my mum and everything else. And then just by you showing me the, the possibility that you can actually even roast your own coffee, which we start out in a frying yeah, pan. Yeah, well, I, well, I'll give a bit of context there. So yeah. I started out as a, I, I uh, quit smoking. So in my family year of uni, I was a, before, before I was, before, in my family, uh, bit of context, yeah, I used to be a really heavy smoker, like a 40 a day smoker. So, yeah, so did I. Benson yeah, yeah. Just gold, uh, Sovereign Blacks, those Golden Virginias. What did you used to smoke when you were, when you were smoking? Marble Light. Marble Light. I miss them boys. Yeah. Yeah. I miss them. It's crazy. We speak to ex-smokers now. It's like talk. It's like talking about like the uh, the good old days. About twenty pound a packet though now. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> but yeah, we used to smoke really heavy. But yeah, I quit smoking. and I started drinking coffee. So I got myself a little espresso machine. Started mainlining yeah. caffeine instead of uh, instead of cigarettes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, I've you know I've always enjoyed good coffee. I've never like even growing up in 
uh, growing up in my mum's home, we never had instant. It was always, you know, if you want a coffee, it's made from real coffee grounds. Wow. So um, I can't say I, um, I can't really <laughs> say I embraced that. Uh, it was just, it wasn't a, a passion though. It wasn't a yeah. kind of a thing that we were doing because it was anything else then, but we just preferred the taste the t- of better, better stuff. The t- the, for the taste of, uh, of, of, uh, of hiring coffee, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it weren't, I wouldn't even from what from the memory that I've got of it, it wasn't even speciality. It was just it was just decent stuff, and it was just nice to have good coffee in the house or yeah. in the cafeteria. And it was just it was more of a routine than it was something like a treat. But the the early days of coffee, that's where it began. And then it wasn't until I kind of got into my late years when I met you, when you went to university, and that was kind of where I kind of realised that coffee was a product that was just like everything else. You can manufacture it yourself which is amazing yeah that that opened my eyes massively when you first started showing me that it was even possible when i first started out with coffee i used to buy my coffee online from a uh, a, uh, from a company called has been and they used to sell green beans and regular beans and i was experimenting weren't and i found this coffee and um and i got like an old frame walk i think it was a walk weren't it and i basically started yeah i read online you could roast your own coffee using a walk and then i created um we basically roasted some coffee in my kitchen yep. in my little student accommodation. It was fantastic. It was it? a it's really fantastic. cool experience. Yeah, it was great. Really captivated, yeah. like the kind of thing that I'm interested in. Me and you were interested yeah, in, yeah. and yeah, and it was just really interesting. More than anything, it was just more really interesting, something different, and which is the, totally the kind of thing that I like. Um, and then it wasn't long after that I decided that I'll, due to circumstances of my own, I thought, I'll, you know what, I'll gar- I'll get my own little um, roaster and find a way of doing it. Now, I had tried it with a frying pan and it was great, but me and you started discussing the possibility of doing a popcorn pop because it was a guy yes. from Sweet Maria's. Well, I, did, I never did that originally. I just bought I was thought I thought roasting it seemed to be a hit and miss when I tried it, but you actually had to go with roasting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 I did but Sweet Marie, was that the uh, YouTube video where, the, yeah, I remember exactly that. that. Yeah. Was the only guy, back then, he was the only person that had, had any sort of context on roasting your own coffee or even sort of a tutorial. This is the early days when YouTube was just on its first feet, really. It wasn't what it is now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, and that was well before you even opened the business. I, we're going back when me and you were 18, Somewhere 20. Like yeah. yeah, 20. Hello. Hey. <laughs> they interrupted an interview. <laughs> so Mrs. Uh, Mrs. has come to ask him a question about something. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Sorry about that. No, but it's all right. good. No, it's all good. No, I like married. it. I'm basically, like, I want my, my goal with this podcast was to have a natural sound. I don't want it to sound highly. Like I've Google. tried that already. Where I've tried this like highly refined. Like scripted thing. I don't want that. I just want to be able to record people and have something raw. It feels real. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. That. And I think. For the, for, and sorry to just put you on the spot and go. I'm recording you right now. I no, just thought this right. would be an interesting experience. And um, yeah. No. A lot of time you on as a regular guest as well, because I spend a lot of time with you, a good friend of mine. Because we're not just into one thing, are we? That's it. And, yeah. this, this, and I, I mean, probably don't really give you any owners. context at all, really, about this podcast. So for me, right? I, as you know, I've been a software developer for several years. I've had some success, some failures as a software developer, and started my own company. But my goal with this podcast is to learn how to build better company yeah not to build what what it takes to build a better product and company and i totally. hopefully can learn that myself with this podcast and interview people but also help my listeners yeah achieve that same thing so, so that's the reason why together yeah yeah it totally makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. So that was that was the reason why i kind of wanted to start this all like, no i think it's a great idea mate it really is great idea. <laughs> i just realized like, I'm, I'm making a podcast for Razor. here you go we'll start talking don't believe <laughs> me I, the I, 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 times i've had people just rock up to the unit it wasn't that wasn't that long ago 
was at the roastery mid-production roasters go in and this guy was like oh i'm doing a project from university i was like and i was like would it be all right if we did an interview i was like um yeah i guess so oh brilliant i literally went to his bag got them like not this kind of setup but he got something similar went right go and i was like uh, what do you want me to say? Yeah, so I was it. like, it's I'm crazy, sorry, and then I was like, off with him. I'm like, look, I, yeah, you know, and I didn't want to be rude or anything, but yeah, you, you don't want, you want to shut up. So I'm, yeah, I'm definitely used to it. No, it's cool. <coughs> but it's new for me though. So it's one of those things I want to get used to, just get more confident and used to just recording podcasts and having like natural sounding conversations in the. Co- with a the, really with good one that I did with BBC Radio Sheffield. I want to check it out. Yeah, Chris has been on BBC Radio Sheffield Ooh, more than once. Shut the fuck. That's uh, fantastic. Five times now. Shut up. I've been on um, their local radio station when they do like what they call like an interview. Is it online? You say. Yeah. I'll put it on the show notes of this podcast. When I release this podcast, I'll put it on the show notes for his listeners to yeah, listen to. Yeah, can do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was literally just a couple of interviews. So we do, I do like a, um, uh, like a local farmer's markets, uh, Christmas markets that we do. And then I also do um, occasional events. But then I've been asked because I'm a local producer in the area. And I, as you know, I do like a lot of um, push. I only really supply the whole bean coffee that I roast to the local area. Local area within Sheffield? Just within Sheffield, yeah. I do a little bit outside of that, but it's more when a family member says, oh, my auntie owns a coffee shop. Will you give me, um, will you, you set me a supply kind of thing? And I can't really say no because you're obliged as a as a favour. <laughs> so the only times it's really exceeded that was like Doncaster or, uh, which you're only talking less yeah. than 30 but, miles. You know, but, uh, Rob, uh, Rob Walker often discusses this. He's always like, you're like a virus he's like, wherever I go. In Sheffield, Fraser's coffee. It seems to there. crop up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do, 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 seem to do. Because I mean, well. I said the other day, me and Rob went to that board game cafe. The, what's it called? The Tree House Board. That yeah. place was fantastic. We played a game called Amazing ba- place. Babies versus Bears, yeah. and we played one called. Uh, I've not played Ticket them all. to Ride. No, I've not. I don't I'm not really into the board games. You know, Andy's our friend. Andy's a massive fan of these board games. Yeah. Um, but I'm not he's really. Not big. been though, though, which really surprises me. But yeah, the, he's not, yeah, we're saying that. Yeah. He's not been. I keep telling him to go because it's a phenomenal place. Really good place. It's cheap. It's not bad prices. Is it five pound entry, something like that? Yeah, if you go for, for, for think, four hours. Yeah, I mean, for what it is, and Fantastic. for the size of it, yeah. and like the feel of it, what you've got on offer. And they also stock your coffee, so if you want to try one of Fraser's, uh, some of Fraser's coffee, it is available at the Treehouse Coffee. What's it called? Uh, uh, tre- Treehouse Calf. Treehouse Calf. Well, bl- yeah, Treehouse Calf. I believe they have a podcast as well, actually. Yes, they do, yeah. yeah check it yes, out. Yes, they do. Yeah. They do a weekly board game like rev- I'm going to uh, check uh, it out, actually. Podcast, I like yeah. some kind of. Really cool. I, might, I might go along. Really cool. and- you got to be, I mean, some, some, you know, their podcast is, you know, they're going down the road of like, they're really in depth on the games, the story, and everything else. Yes. But I think just as a concept of just having a night out, something different. Well, that's it. Not just going nicking the load of beers and whatever, you know, shooting yeah. some pull. It's totally different. If to do it from that angle, or if you're really into board games, it's a cool place. For me, it was, it was, it's, it's a bit out of my comfort zone. For me, I like a, I like a drink. So if I go out, I want to socialise. I want a couple of beers, yeah, three, four pints, and I'm like, I want to sit and chill. So that's for my me, idea of a night out. Oh, yeah, board games for me require like more cognitive effort. So I, I don't yeah. drink when I play board games. So I want to be on the ball. Yeah, so maybe that's a good reason why that place sells coffee. Yeah, and you can drink coffee. Coffee for me is a daytime. Yeah, thing. they do, and they do a lot of coffee. Which yeah, yeah and the thing is, they yeah. open all hours. So um, that's a fantastic beer in there. I had a uh, milk stout. I was there. No. Well, yeah, milk stout was. That's fantastic. the benefit. Of, like, I think that's the benefit of the reason why the company's been like so successful is that I get little businesses like that. So I'll go. Oh, sorry, I'll go back to where we started well, with. Yeah, yeah, um, go for it. Yeah, but, uh, meandering. I don't so, mind. It's no, fine. that's all right. But are we. Um, so in terms of like the journey and where I kind of started from and where it's going and all the rest of it is, yeah, me and you got into coffee and I, I, d- I definitely remember like you know it was it was a journey where I, well, more convenience. I, w- I would make my own coffee for my own use 
and it got to the point where I was like, oh, you know, I, I think I really, I'm not just doing this anymore just to kind of make my own coffee from my own home. I really think I could kind of get into the industry a little mm. bit more. And that's when I kind of, I put my name down to apply for Tampa. Really? In Sheffield, oh, which wow. is a local coffee shop. Yeah, it's fantastic. Very New, high New end. style, isn't it? Yeah, very yeah, high end, fantastic. very high specialised. You some really top end roasters throughout the country and outside the country as well. Um, and not heard anything at this point and I was my health had kind of deteriorated as well as you know and and I thought you know what I need a job I need something and I thought I've never worked in a coffee shop but I'll give it a crack and I, I jumped another job that I was currently doing that wasn't for me it was a call centre um, and um, yeah just decided that I, I wanted to do something that had a bit more purpose and I kind of enjoyed what I was doing. I got That's fed up it. of the... Yeah. Nine to, I, you know, everyone has to work, but I also think if you can at least have some enjoyment in what you do, then that is even Completely better. Completely agree. You spend nine, you spend, let's, let's say, on average, you spend nine, five at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 that's an easy, that's, that's a, yeah, that's a yeah, normal day, average, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you've got to be doing something you enjoy. I can, I can, I cannot, I cannot, uh, I cannot, Exaggerate that enough. It's so it's so important to have a job that you enjoy. I think because the days when well, yeah. what you what you know, while I have glory days where I get to do some amazing things, I work with some amazing people, and there are days that I don't even feel like I'm yeah. getting paid to yeah. what I do. Yeah. There are some days that I really don't want to be there. Yeah. I am like everybody else. Oh, yeah, of, course, of course, I just yeah. want a day off and just sit and watch and chill and watch Netflix. <laughs> sit and watch and Netflix and perhaps YouTube and yeah. sit and just do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. agree. And the yeah. fact the fact of the, the the fact that I get to. The, the job that I do is something that I truly am passionate about and enjoy yeah. gets me through moments like that more so than ever before because if it's anything else I've ever done normally I think eh, what's the percentage of time that I'm spending where I'm sat here not really enjoying myself and I'm kind of watching the clock and if that's over 50% of my time yeah I think that's more. That's the world telling me I should move on. And that's not that. And unfortunately, yeah. that happened a lot. Yeah. I wasn't. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. the kind of person that. I, you, says, I think out of me, me and you, I think out, I think myself and you are the um, the two people I know have had the most amount of jobs. So, uh, I think I've cleared over twenty five jobs. Wow, I've not done that many. And I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, on, there's a, there's a software developer. I've had about. I think I've had about eight. I think I'm approaching eight jobs now. But yeah. even before then, I used to always. Be, I've done coffee shops and bars. Yeah. I've done everything myself. Everything. Like, yeah, different yeah. employers, different yeah. places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I struggle yeah. to keep a job, but it's, it's more the fact that I try to find <laughs> something that you actually love and you enjoy doing. You spend. You spend more hours than you. You spend more hours at work than you do with your loved ones, don't you? So you've Absolutely. got to do something that you Co- have some passionate agree. about. And that yeah. was your motivation for starting your own company, then. So combination of that, and also I, one, I was in a situation. I just had a car accident, and my health wasn't fantastic. And working in an environment where I was told to clock in, clock out. This is when you're supposed to work. Wasn't really helping my health situation at the time. So I thought, right, I need to find something that's going to be either flexible for me or find something that is going to allow me to take a break when I need it. Mm. And at the time, I was completely broke. I got no money whatsoever. I'd lost, I'd not lost my job. I had to walk away from my job that mm. I was in. And so I thought, the only way that I'm really going to make anything work is if I do it for myself. Yes. So far, everything had kind of, you know, been in a situation where I'd been very fortunate that I'd been able to get a job. Not many people can, but that I just felt like getting something that would work better for me and something that I could enjoy wasn't a million miles away. It yeah. wasn't un- unachievable. I just had to find something that worked for me. And that's what you did. And I'm driven enough that I wanted to keep searching for that. And I finally found something, which I, and I, got, I got the light bulb moment when I thought... Coffee. I've got 
I'm quite. I'm not. I'm not the kind of person that's very well educated. I didn't go. Didn't do very well in school. I didn't do very. I didn't apply myself very well. I should say. I didn't apply myself very well in school. And I also didn't apply myself to go into further education. Not I, I, I think. I think we discussed it before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different types of intelligence, and university. I think there's a bag of dicks to start off with. <laughs> yeah, it really it is. Totally is. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I, and what? I, and, and, and it just doesn't suit me. It's not no, that it's no. right or wrong. It didn't really suit me to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of lived through you for doing yeah, university. Yeah, you, yeah. Did, you, did, you used to yeah, back out. You used to live through me, didn't you? As a, yeah. yeah. So while I was at, while, while I was a student, I spent a large amount of time with Fraser. So Fraser was living in you're living in Chapel Town, so weren't you? Uh, yeah. I, I bounced around a couple of flats. And great stuff, place yeah. that, that was. Yeah. Great. Also, we have lots. That was of one of the highlights of my the low life was living in Darnall when I was yes. like fucking shit all. <laughs> <laughs> that was grim. One night, I had like literally a guy had a shit in the on the floor in the front Fuck room. Off. That was like that was a normal thing. No, that I lasted three <laughs> months. I lasted three months. <laughs> Three months. No. So yeah, Chapel Town was a much better place. Yeah, yeah, it was good for me. Some great times there. So we had lots of house parties and stuff. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed that play. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of you, weren't it? You what? That was one of you. Yeah, I think you just finished as I dis- as I met Jackie. Yes, because I got my first graduate role. That was when I was yeah. in the oil and gas industry. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But then, and 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 that was the kind of time when I kind of realised that I just need to find something that's not. Um, not weighing me down it was kind of it was a balance more yeah. than anything and all this was going through my head I thought right I've got to find something anyway as you can see behind you I know you can't see this on, on our podcast so right um, now Fraser's pointing at a um, barbecue as a barbecue yes it's probably yeah. pointing at a barbecue so I came up with a concept of doing coffee for a living but not being a barista not being a um, a server anything like that I wanted to be a roaster I found that really interesting, and I thought that's the concept would be that Sheffield, where we're from, um, or, why, or where I'm from, you're from Rotherham, but yeah, where I'm um, from, from there, I'm. The coffee scene is not great at all. It's quite in Rotherham. Uh, well, both Rotherham and Sheffield. Well, Sheffield's a, got Tampa, I guess. It's got some interesting right, places. Right now, um, it, oh, at the time it was Donkshire. Yeah, everyone was Tampa shit. was the only coffee shop that yeah. old classes that Which did for me, I never really liked Tampa that much. It's, it's, a, it's an iron coffee shop, but it was too pretentious for me. Completely it's felt agree. Like it was extremely judgmental. You walked in and you ordered, I don't know, you ordered a latte, and they were like, "What the fuck are you ordering that for? Why are you drinking our, you know, our Ethiopian Eph- Eph- yeah. yogurt cheffy yeah, drip yeah. or cold brew? Yeah, or, you or know, a siphon or anything." A lot of fucking beard wankers. I always felt that was the case for me. Unfortunately, it comes, nice with, it comes with the territory, it does, unfortunately. unfortunately yeah. The higher you go with most things, wine or beer or anything like that, it attracts people Sorry like that. Those concepts, yeah, yeah <laughs> it unfortunately attracts people like that. <coughs> Saying that, I must admit, there's some snobbery involved in myself. I do love coffee. I do love high-end coffee. I buy the highest I possibly... Yeah, I buy, I buy for yourself. I buy yeah. from Red Bear. I buy from Has Been. Yeah. And I'm yeah, big fan. And but just because you buy it from... Gadget, lots of gadgetry, so I have an espresso the... machine and the aero press and whatever else, but I don't allow that to... It doesn't make me. A, I don't. I don't take it to a bell end. Like far from it. Yeah, I'll go, I'm quite happy to go to somewhere and have a shit coffee as well, though. Yeah. If I yeah. want a coffee, I want a like coffee. This morning I went to Morrison's for a breakfast. I had a Morrison's coffee. Yeah. Oh, McDonald's does a really good black coffee. and It's fine. It does the job. It does the job. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly that. Yeah. But what was what was lacking in Sheffield was the consistency of having something that was a decent quality. Yeah. Didn't have that pretentiousness. Was just where you could walk in, get a decent brew. There was no song song and dance about it. Yeah. It was just good solid coffee, proper coffee. Yep. So without the pretentiousness without the intimidation well, that of was it. one of the things I, always, I always found fascinating the reason why I wanted to get in this podcast for so long is the fact that you have this attitude you're like you can you don't have to be a bell end in skinny jeans wearing a big beard uh, covered in tattoos to be able to enjoy a good coffee you should, well, and you should enjoy be ju- anything yeah, you enjoy should be judged anything. for that either no far from case, it and it? if you if you yeah. what's so bad about enjoying something and what's so bad about enjoying something and also what's 
what, what how bad of a person does that make you for judging someone for enjoying something yeah, it's, of a higher quality? Why does yeah. that make you a bad person? So, and I'm not saying everyone has that view; it's far from it. But I definitely, I definitely have come. I felt up, that way in that. I've definitely high end working shops. behind coffee shops you, well, counters. Yeah, I've worked, worked in quite. In, I've worked, worked in three in. different coffee shops. Yeah. And I've definitely seen it. I've, de- I've definitely seen it. It doesn't yeah. happen every day. Far from it. But most you do see most it. people are decent, solid people, and yeah. you know. But there are occasions when you get people that. Will genuinely turn their nose up and think you're a, a, a you know, a lesser what, person, a, a twat for want of a better word, because <laughs> you put sugar in your coffee. Yeah, or you decide you want a hot latte. Yeah, can I have an extra hot? <laughs> yeah, like, things like that. This is if you're a paying customer, you, you should to have that option. Yeah. You've paid for it. I mean, well, I, I, mean you I admit, it, you, you have a latte, and it's lovely when it's served at temperature it's supposed to be. So mm. a latte, I believe, is a latte supposed to be served at quite a mild. Sixty-five quite a, is like textbook. If you have a textbook um, training diagram of what coffee is supposed to be made, but latte that for some yeah. milk based. Yeah, <laughs> 65 degrees is like the hottest you should really take oh, right, it to. Okay, that's very low. It's very low, but the yeah. idea is of that is to kind of balance the milk and the coffee and everything. Yeah, and if you so have you one, don't, they do taste fantastic. But yeah. but if you don't like that, yeah, so be it. What you're paying for it? Yeah, and it's not the like coffee's you're not paying good. a lot for it as well. I'm talking a couple of quid, if that. Yeah. So I don't think it, I, and that's that's the problem that I struggle with. I struggled with the area was wasn't money coffee shops that did good coffee, but there also was the ones that did came with that attitude mm. so i wanted to set up a business that kind of met the middle ground there was coffee everywhere but i, I definitely wanted to find something as a middle ground. i didn't want to be a coffee shop i like my weekends i like my time off but i also i don't that's not where my business model wanted to go like i t- said earlier i wanted something that i was passionate about i wanted something that i did because it was something i enjoyed day to day coffee shops were great but they they just didn't have the same ring to me as a manufacturer as yes. you know as me i'm quite a hands-on person yeah, I like so if, if Fraser, as long as i've known fraser has always been the kind of guy to like go on youtube and find like a video on how to build something and then you build it or like i want a new table i could buy a new table i can go out and buy an arc welder and get some steel and some wood and build my own table yeah that's something i've noticed about you as i've ever. always been like that yeah it's interesting so you're very like hands on let's build some shit like, even if it cost me more it, i would rather we use the word ratchet don't we like fraser's yeah. stuff's always a bit ratchet like your 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 roaster was fascinating so you should probably talk a bit more yeah about we'll, your we'll get to it we'll yeah, move yeah. on to that yeah that's a fantastic but, yeah. Yeah, so they decided to set the company up, got the company going, and the fir- one of the first customers I kind of, obviously with the angle that I was going for, the first customer I thought would be great to get on the books was someone here in Meadow Hall, which was a really big company. They took the coffee on, and slowly but surely that built from one or two coffees on their range to nearly half the shop. Right. And the rest of them were flavoured coffees, which obviously is what I'm trying to compete with. So I completely dominated the entire shop in, in Meadow Hall, did incredibly well, they were so busy. And then since then, by keeping the ethos of the model of having, keeping it local, the coffee's high grade, not just high grade, not, cert- not might not be certified, but the coffee's a high so you'll grade. you buy high quality coffee when you... The highest I can get my hands on, within reason. I mean, the, the price-wise, I tend to stay between, as a retail bag of 250 anywhere between five and seven pound. I might do some offshoots that are a bit more than that, but five to seven pound quid is, I think is reasonable. So you, so you would say that the, the, the basis of your products is you try to go for the highest quality product you can possibly produce within the price band of what i think so right, I, 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 there are there are uh, because obviously where i'm my aiming my market i'm aiming my market at the local area which is just sheffield mm. now we are not the richest area of the country but we definitely have wealth around here yeah, I don't, what's the average what's the average uh, income in south around here i think it's 25 like, grand right, okay um, as no no per household okay oh. uh, is the annual income the, for, whether the, that's yeah, one yeah, whether yeah, that's it's great, for two yeah. um two adults what two children right 
that's the average. So it's not exactly fantastic, but, but yeah. that reflects the housing price and everything else yeah. that they do around it. So yeah, that, I mean, obviously there are a lot of differences between Yeah, of that. course, of course. Yeah. But um, people do like coffee around here. They don't. It's not like they don't like it. They just don't really have, a, not really had access to decent stuff, in well, my opinion. The thing is, isn't it? You have the option. You have the option. You think about the options. Your options are Starbucks, Costa. Or you go to a supermarket and buy some shit off them. Or even the independent. There's a couple of other independent coffee companies that are around here. Yeah, yes, true. But in my opinion, it's just very well marked. That's it's quite a popular one. Pollard's, Cafeology, Heavenly Coffee. Um, there's a few offshoots of the Heavenly and Cafeology. They like a private limited, so they yeah. rebrand their name and stuff and call themselves different stuff. How would you say you differ for those guys then? Um exactly what you see so I'm a small independent one man band the name of the coffee company is Fraser's, Fraser's Coffee, coffee yeah. if it's not Fraser's Coffee Roasters it's not Fraser's Coffee I roast it myself I go to the people that import it to the country myself and I deliver it to the companies that I deal with business to business myself it's a very intimate business if you want to see it that way but it's because I'm, I'm modelling it in a way that I only want to see the area gain in good coffee I want to if I'm going to invest in if I want people to buy into my company I need to invest into their area and the people that want to buy from it it can't just be a I'm going to make something I guarantee they'll all come and buy it I really don't think that model works from the mm. from what I've seen it's quite in the a common, world it's quite a common thing we discussed before regarding how you can't always build something that satisfies every single person not everyone's going to be happy with your product you could build something tomorrow that would alleviate carbon monoxide poisoning in the entire atmosphere yeah something like that yeah, yeah something that would be groundbreaking yeah. let's say but if it's not really helping people in the right way or you're not working with people in the right way as a business while you're there to make money as a business and while you're there to make a profit you're also there to create a product or a service or something that re- creates value for that person that's it I think, that, I think that's a fundamental thing I guess when it comes to building a successful company it's more Overall, we forget that people give you money in exchange for you providing them with something that helps them. Correct. Alleviates a pain or it yeah. provides them with pleasure so or alleviates boredom, I guess, for coffee. It stimulates angle, them. Yeah, it stimulates that's them. That's the end user. From my angle, I'm never yeah. really dealing oh, with the end, end user. user. Yeah, it's not the end I'm user. not dealing with the end user. I'm dealing with business owners. Yes. So I'm dealing with business. So my angle is I need to make sure that they're getting something that's currently that they better. they can sell. Yeah, that they can sell that's either better than what they're currently using or they're going to open a new premises that they have the best coffee in the entire area. That's interesting. So they have the best selling point. So if they're opening as a business, they want to sell themselves the best they can to their end user, which is just a walking customers that sit down and have a coffee. But they want to make sure that they have a lot of return business and everything else. They get a reputation for doing good stuff. Like we talk about Tampa that they do a good thing. Oh yes, of course. Yes, yeah, they want to build that themselves whether that whatever their names are whether they do a like game board cafe they're a little just coffee shops that i deal with it literally are just a little coffee shop and do no nothing else not themed in any way yeah. but they do good grub good sandwiches it's all locally sourced yeah, yeah of course. and by coming to me they're trying to get something that one doesn't just come with a story but has the backing of having good quality that's it so for me i need to make sure that i can provide one good coffee that makes sure that they have their regular customers come back every week or every day or whatever they have come come to them the fact that any new customers come through the door they've got that selling point of we're using a local good produce well, that's it. yeah 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 the, and, the, and the brand recognition in the area i didn't have that when i began with but oh. i've got it now so yeah i've discussed this with my friend my friend robert walker he's a really big friend of mine I went to university yeah, with him for a know, while Rob, yeah, yeah. he's a fantastic guy and he always says whenever he sees fraser's now kind of heavily branded himself is oliver sheffield his stickers you have stickers in the wall don't you saying fraser uh, sorry stickers yeah. on the window saying fraser's coffee is sold here yeah every shop a little, that runs um, it, yeah. those little triangle card things that you put on the table yeah 
Yeah, they're fantastic. I mean, because obviously my angle is I want to make sure the company is long-lasting. I don't want it to be short. I want this to continue for a long time. You know, I want an income. I want to, you know, to provide for my family and everything for a long time. So the only way that I can do that is by making sure that I get as much brand awareness out there as possible. That's interesting word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So if I get, um, so if I get a company that comes on board and they're willing to promote my company, and then I'm, I'm by them promoting my company for nothing. They're not getting paid from me. I'm not paying. You're providing them with a product. But I'm providing them with a product and a service that's guaranteed. They know exactly what they're going to get. They know exactly the product that they're asking for, and the price is reasonable. So there's margins, good margins for them on their end, but they're also making sure that they pay me as well. Mm. If that relationship is there, and it is, then that's a really, really long-lasting relationship. So I'm not just investing in the instant payment that I'm getting. I'm trying to build a future on every so time. So a long-term relationship that lasts for a long time, yeah. them with a high-quality product. And the fact that I value the fact that I've only had one person in the entire time of open business leave me as a customer wow how many customers have you got if you don't mind me asking you 147 to... customers wow so that's, that's commercial customers coffee shops business to business customers wow that's fantastic yeah. that's yeah. really impressive and when I first started oh, I had and one. how long have you been going for now then uh, be five years in June five years that's fantastic yeah so in four years it's gone from that from zero and I started this on nothing I had a shoestring n- budget I've never borrowed money from the bank I've never borrowed money from anybody yeah. I've just invested what money <laughs> I make I invest it back, back to what I said earlier about the whole ratchet thing so yeah so like a, you've taken a picture roaster. of it yes, a picture of the, uh, but the, that was what I started on it is on the picture you can quite clearly see it's a barbecue <laughs> but it's got a little chimney on the top yeah yeah so the barbecue that I've got is just like a it's quite I'd say it's quite a decent one but I found it second hand on eBay for really? 50 quid wow burners and everything else were really in good contact the guy basically lost the trays that you cook your, your, your sausages on yeah and he just wanted to get rid I was like sweet he's lost that. my game kind of thing yeah so I chopped it all up took all the corners off and everything and I bought a um, from America um, a oh. guy made makes drums for like um, roasting peanuts and all really? that kind of yeah but he, he said on the description you, I can, said, the roast coffee you can roast coffee in it as well I was like oh brilliant because I make them for a few people out here that roast their own coffee wow. on it and I was like could you make me one that would fit these dimensions so it's a big one way bigger than what you would normally make he made it for me and sent it over and it arrived and all the rest of it I had to go to pay some like import tax because it all came all that way <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's a pain in the ass though it really is a pain in the ass <laughs> um, but it arrived and I built some like gear pulley system thing on it with a cordless drill at the time. Yes, I remember coming in. I mean, uh, did not last long at all. That, <laughs> unfortunately, was the flop of an idea. But I resu- so what I ended up resorting back to, because I tried a few things. I wanted to get a little motor on it. And because it wasn't really, it's a barbecue. It's not got the rigidity of what it should. I had to resort back to just hand cranking how many, it. How, many, how much were you pumping out of one of those bad boys? So then? I did about, once I refined the roast, it was about five kilos every 15 to 20 minutes. Fucking hell, that's fantastic. So it sounds so like that's, that's, that's not a bad amount of coffee. When you yeah, can it's sell... Like it's, a, it's, a, it's a home bill. Yeah, I've top. made that from from just uh, stuff like Off the shelf stuff you could find, I think yeah. I, altogether, I think I put it all together for about... 100 quid if that <laughs> not much that's fantastic I know again I would literally just I know I didn't to put this in context I couldn't afford a commercial roaster being it's expensive aren't they to buy one brand new you're looking at, at least 20 grand fucking hell really that expensive and that's for a 5 kilo roaster well, wow. yeah, I didn't realize it was that expensive yeah that's... they're very expensive yeah. you think, and then when you look at something like a big commercial roaster that can roast like 50 kilos a time yeah you're talking nearly 150 to 200 grand. Wow. So, and then that's not just the roast, so you need everything else that goes with it. 
so there's like cooling trays and bagging equipment and all the other stuff so it, the cost you know and a grinder as well all these costs can really start to pile up coffee machine grinder that kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah absolutely and i'm and i'm very very lucky and very very fortunate that things have landed in the right kind of time i've got i'm always constantly looking for bargains and things that would work and obviously like we've talked about i'm quite ratchet i can pick things up and put it together and i'm yeah. good with machinery i probably reckon that saved me a year's worth of income wow just on doing stuff like that alone nothing else but that um so the first roast that i started with that was that proves production for the first year and a half of my business i didn't use anything else that was literally what i used for the first year and a half and i got to the point where i couldn't lift my arm by the end of a shift <laughs> because you had to hand crank and that's because things started to grow very quickly and I, I i mean i learned roasting through you but i did a little bit of like practice in my own home i bought a little sample yeah, i didn't take roaster. it that far myself literally i bought myself i got i did the whole wok thing and yeah then i tried using the popcorn popper for a little while <coughs> then i resorted back to just buying coffee just yeah. off the shelf because it was too much effort it's a well, yeah. it's a bottle of mess it smells yeah exactly it's, yeah, yeah in your yeah. kitchen it's like our last one was going mental like fucking mess everywhere yeah you know, it stinks <laughs> and it makes a mess yeah simple yeah. as that so but there's so as a like a business angle i wanted to at the time, I'd not invested much, but I was allowed to. I was able to produce quite a lot yeah. for how much I'd invested. But I was starting to get to the point where this guy I met a whole life was dealing with had decided to close his business, and we'd be limited. And everything he closed, and I need to find more contracts to or yeah. more well, not contracts because I don't. I don't do contracts. No, so I guess the situation for you was that you had all your eggs in one basket at that specific time. Yeah, good because it was the first customer that I got off the off. It's the, always fantastic how much have you. Yeah, yeah you I got off the bat and I got a customer that was great he communicated he was he wasn't really promoting the brand which is fine because i was out the gay i didn't so start off you were like a white label kind of thing i was thing. exactly that i was a white yeah. label company i wasn't yeah. really promoting me as a company as i was involved with them at all on 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 their on theirs they were they were running their own coffee kind of it was got nothing to do with me so it was totally white label but as time went on i wanted to start finding more other customers apart from himself and i found a few little bats but then unfortunately as he closed I needed to find something to replace him to cover the rent and all the rest of it. So that's what I did. And as I got further down the line, I got way more money coming through the door from um, Hip than what I got through just through him as one customer from about 10 other people. Right. So then by this point, I'd been about a year into the business. Things were going quite well. I started doing a few trade events. I started doing like, you know, uh, farmers markets and just little things that are cropped up around the area. Can we just take a quick moment? I need to piss. I've had a couple of beers and yeah, I'm, that's right. I'm I need literally. A I need a refill. This is, going, this is going extremely well, actually. This is fantastic.